Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Maybe that's a sign of maybe better. 
Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, breathing. Oh, that's good. <laughs> people are alive here. Hooray! Okay, good. CJ, you can hear us. Fabulous. Okay. That means we'll I think we're ready to go. Yeah. Okay. I. Any any bad stuff? You want to get off your chest? Plumbing issues? Yeah. Your chest? Yours is my chest tonight, <laughs> not mine. Mine is a Betsy Johnson scarf covering uh, mine today. Your, it's your show right now. Um, plumbing, bad plumbing issues. Mm-hmm. Toilet's not working. Not, bad. <laughs> not internal. Not plumbing. Not internal plumbing. That's fine. I'm good. I'm very healthy, thank God. But the external, we just... just um, homeowner problems, yeah. which aren't fun. Hashtag homeowner problems. Hashtag problem. Lowe's, you better get it on your butt and spring the toilet <laughs> like the state for, and let's keep it going. And now I have to go harass people at the store, which is always fun. So I have to do that this week. Because okay. they have my $300 plus dollars, but <laughs> I don't have my toilet. That's not cool. Uh, not to say that there isn't one, but it's just not the best. Okay. Other than that, the birthday was awesome. I had a lot of fun with my man and some friends. Yay. It was a great time on Sunday with my best friend and Charlie the Matchmaker. We went and saw his show in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Yay. It was really cool here in the tri-state area. I know he does it in different places. Yeah, he's doing one on Mother's Day in the city. That's cool. We met his mom. She was, like, super sweet and funny. So um, check I'm him out. New York represent. Yeah, 420 birthdays represent. <laughs> so check him out if you guys have the chance. But we had a lot of fun. And as Janet says, you're the Taurus and he's the Aries. Yeah, we're the cusp and there's that mm-hmm. split there, which is kind of fun. What about, what about you? Uh, I think it comes off the top of my head. You're about well, to have a nice fun weekend. Well, yeah. You know, usual hashtag boy problems. Oh, man. So, but I, I made up for it by meeting out with two different guys last night. All right. Well, congratulations. <laughs> 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 it's a bad, too. Do I used to don't do that stuff. So Why I not? Well, every once in a while, it's fun. Summer is coming. It's a spring fever, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Jim uh, Barr. Oh, yes. After all, well, it was the last. It was the last game of the season. Yeah, this, so. you had to send yourself oh, off into yeah, the, a, a dramatic season finale. I always thought my life would have a cliffhanger in May, and only to be resolved in late September. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Cool. So. Got the dance coming up. Did he ask one of those yeah. boys to the dance or the, the crush? The prom. Up, so. With your corsage. Yes. <laughs> or your nose gay, which I always thought was a weird word. Oh, Maybe yeah. it's okay. That was popular in the 90s. Oh, okay. That's what that was called. A nose gay? Yeah. Oh, like a shuttlecock. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> is that a real episode? It's sad that this is looking for an angel, by yes. the way, because we have C.J. Martis with us. C.J. <laughs> is the hostess of the Angel Connection yeah, on here on Friday. the channel. She's a very, very popular, very infamous host. We're glad we have her on yes. the show. She's a yes. very famous. And CJ, if you're there, I hope you're there. Would you like to play the suckiest suck that's up this week? Yeah. Is something? I know you're like a very optimistic, positive lady. And we appreciate that. <laughs> not, we're not always, we're not always optimistic <laughs> or positive, but that's our slant on this channel. <laughs> if you want to well, walk our path for just a minute, is there anything you want to whine about for like five seconds before, to get you, off go, your chest. Yeah, before you go on to enlighten us? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, um, did, did you remember in the 80s the Maxell commercial? Yeah, which yeah. I was the blow. Got, 
Okay. Well, that's what I look like after my week. <laughs> oh, girl. Hold on a long day, So it's been an intense week, I will say that. Um, definitely a good time to practice just being in the moment. Uh, that's my enlightening spin on everything, but... Uh, yeah, you know, the energies have been so intense, and, you know, whether it be technical issues, things breaking, you know, it's been a very intense week. So it's nice to, you know, spend a little time uh, being an angel with all you guys tonight. So that's, that's, a, that's a And we're happy for that, too. Oh. So do tell us more because yeah. you're an author and oh, yeah. all so this stuff. Plug, so. plug the book real quick. <laughs> angel Incarnate. Yes, available, Amazon. And in print. In print, yeah. so digital and not digital for us old parts who still like our page flipping. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, you mentioning so, the yeah, mentioning the book, you know, it it's such a an interesting time for me just to, to have released the novel. Um, after having, you know, this whole journey for the last fourteen years with Seraphim yeah. Angels. So, you know, it's it's actually, I still keep pinching myself, is it done? Of course, the reviews have been wonderful, which I really appreciate. And so everybody's, where's book two? Where's book two? Which I'm currently working on. There's four total in the entire series. So, Because I remember when I first started listening to your show, uh, before we were even on Authentic You, you were talking about how you, you've been working on this, this body of work for so long and just looking to get it out there and people had been urging you to get it out there and finally it came to fruition. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, you know, I've had three kids and it was the biggest, longest, uh, most agonizing <laughs> birth of my life. You can, I mean, I've, I've never had a child and I don't plan on it, <laughs> but <laughs> I know you, I know a lot of people, I know, Maybe I can equate some things if you're an artist, writer, photographer, filmmaker, whatever, that that kind of becomes your baby, too, in a way, because you're creating this thing, and then you're going to release it out into the world, and it's kind of, like, scary and exciting also. And you love it so much, and it's close to you. So it's like giving birth of a different kind creatively. It really is, and I think for me personally, because, you know, it did take a long time to finish the book. I think I was in shock probably for 10 of the 14 years. You want me to do what? I'm going to do what? I'm going to write this book. And and then because, you know, uh, what we haven't mentioned is it is inspired by my own true story and uh, experiences with the Seraphim, which have just absolutely changed my life, um, it, it's a little vulnerable in this case, I think, to put the book out, which reveals tremendously about, you know, my own journey. Um, but, you know, the the beauty of the book is that it's just not my story. You know, I tell people and that people's feedback is just like, I felt like you were writing about me. And that's really what the angels said about the book. You know, it's everybody's story, really. And the... So, and the, and the- Sorry, <laughs> I love the because I, I love the. I'm I'm halfway through it. I just haven't had time to finish anything lately when it comes to books. But I love the discovery of it and how how it takes you through that since it's semi autobiographical. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that where it's like you. It's like 
you resist it for so long, but it's your calling, and you know. You have to do it. I know, you have to do it because there's no other choice. <laughs> you can't say no. It just has to happen. Well, and when you have 13, believe it or not, 13 angels in this team that uh, appeared in my bedroom quite unexpectedly 14 years ago, when you have a whole team like that, I mean, you can kind of kick and scream if you want to. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I lovingly, and I do mean this lovingly, um, I've been an angel boot camp, guys, for about 14 years, you know. Um, they wouldn't let me feel sorry for myself. They were very nurturing, but they really, you know, really were showing up going, okay, well, we got some years yet, you know, before you release this book, so let's get busy. And so they have shown me over the years so much about how I create my own suffering, you know, things that I often talk about on my show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I'm just not even the same person as I was back then. Of course, it is life-changing just to see with your own eyes 13 angels in your room. It was quite crowded um, and startling, <laughs> to say the least, but... You know what a what an amazing gift, and and they've been with me on this journey, and then putting the book out into the world. You know everything they were saying about the book. It's what I don't often talk about is that it's it's not just a, a story. You know it's almost like um, they told me that it was going to be like a living book that it would automatically through the telling of the story mirror to people what they most needed, which I thought was really cool. And now I'm finding that, you know, people's feedback about this book are, I thought you, I felt like you were telling my own story. You returned me to my faith in God, um, you know, from all walks of life. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm ecstatic about, you know, uh, getting it out there, uh, having it be available and just to see, you know, just to see what's going to happen next. And if some of their other predictions about this book are true too. So we'll see. Yes, please. Was that 14 years ago your first encounter, or is this something you're pretty much since childhood, like your whole life, you've kind of had a connection or started to see or hear things that other people weren't in this respect? Like, where did it, when did it all kind of start for you? Because I find that really interesting. Well, you know, my, my journey uh, spiritually really uh, did begin in childhood, I was an unusual child. I could see a lot of things that other people couldn't see. And and actually, I was often the family member when somebody would pass away, if they had unfinished business, they'd just come show up in my bedroom and say, hey, you know, uh, would you deliver deliver a message to this person or that person? And so I had very, you consider those to be quite supernatural types of experiences. and, you know, and I'd always uh, really had what I felt was such a direct connection to God. And so, um, so you know, as we, as, as I grew up, you know, some of this I kind of, for a while, pushed to the wayside, you know, because when you're a teenager, you don't want to be different. You don't want to hear what people are thinking. You don't want to have these abilities. And so what's yeah, interesting over the, young people yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. It's hard to feel. You feel isolated. I, I think I really did as a child. I didn't have a lot of people, you know, but as I grew older, as we hit this new era and shift in, in spirituality and consciousness, you know, now it's like a wonderful time for me because everybody's just speaking my language, you know. I mean, it's it, it's a, it's yeah, such a, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I like that, too. So what do you, I know there's a lot of people there around who, 
I mean, like, the term God for some people gets people, like, their skin prickle a little. And I know they automatically associate it with, like, something negative or one certain group of people who use that word in a bad way against people. So what would you say, I guess, when when you say that word to, to those who kind of get a little, like, nervy when you say it? Like, how would you explain it, I guess, in a... In a way to calm some people down, yeah, how who might be like, "Oh, that means you're you want to, you know, Westboro Baptist Church." Like someone who automatically changes like a scary part, you know. How, yeah, how do you change the perception of yeah. that word? Because I, I struggled with that too. Um, I still do. Well, you know, I think that's an actually a wonderful question because I think what we see. Uh, and I was actually discussing this with a dear friend of mine today. You know, um, I grew up Catholic, so I had a definite, uh, you know, aversion after my childhood experiences with Catholicism against, you know, organized religion. I was quite angry. Uh, when I thought I was probably more angry at God than anything, for you know, because I didn't understand this world real well when I was younger. But, but, but I think that, you know, I think that. That that rejection of the of the term God, you know, uh, when I'm doing uh, channeling the messages from the seraphim, they typically call God the Infinite One, which is a great descriptor. Um, but you know, there are about 150 different terms for the One, right? And I think that when we have an aversion to one term versus the other, it's those very set or rigid definitions that we have, and I think that's unfortunate because whether we say God, Yahweh, Anohi, uh, you know, any word that or infinite one or, you know, all of those things, if there is something that you have an aversion to inside of yourself, then it does separate you from source. And that's why I'm glad you asked that question because for me, my own pain for many years and God and I didn't talk very much, even though I kept getting grabbed by the back of the neck and put back on the path because this was my mission. I, I was very angry. Um, and so for many years I was angry at the church, angry at God, angry, you know, just a very angry person. I was feeling pretty sorry for myself, quite frankly. And, you know, life to me was just a big disappointment, and I felt like I was a disappointment, you know. And so... Over time, though, sort of returning back to my original belief, whether, you, like I said, you call this, uh, you know, spark that's inside us God or spirit or, you know, universal presence, whatever, you know, none of those things uh, take away from it. It's just your relationship to source, I think, that's the most important. So, you know, uh, just because you say God doesn't mean you're a holy roller, you know. Just, um, yeah, I think that's what, uh, you know, and sometimes, and I know I slip into that way of thinking, but I know a lot of people automatically, because usually, like, the, the jerky people are the loudest and get the most attention, so that's what, like, the general population sees, which is unfortunate. So then they connect, like, that means only these people who are being jerks and want to oppress everyone, and that's, you know, not the case, obviously, so... Well, you know, and a, and an interesting thing that the seraphim say, they say, well, you know, of all the world's religion, uh, all of them uh, have some things right and some things incorrect. 
And so I figure that, you know, and I have recently started using the term God or our infinite one again, because Mm -hmm. I realize and and the messages that I hear so directly from source in this case is unity and that Mm -hmm. we are all children of light. We are all a part of that powerful presence of oneness, however you term that. Those are just words, right? And so what angels bring to us in our lives, whether it's through inspiration, they bring us back to that connection to where we come from. And that's where we all want to go, right? We want to be at peace and be, at, and be home, regardless of whether we have human clothing on or not. And so, you know, the beauty of, of being able to convey, you know, for me to be able to convey these messages um, as they're coming straight, you know, from the seraphim, which those types of angels are the very high frequency, um, you know, these are the host of heaven, you know. And I believe that, you know, heaven, hell, whatever, you know, that all these things are all the same things, all, this, you know, just different frequencies, different energies that are all still a part of, you know, that one source from which, you know. And so, um, you know, just, again, I, I'm just a very grateful person because, to be blessed like this, to have those blessings in my life so that I can share that blessing with others. is It's just my purpose, and I'm excited that, you know, to be able to live that purpose. Great. Uh, so, and on Friday, I think something uh, Allison can really relate to. On Friday, you did a show about uh, messages from Mary Magdalene and about mm-hmm. the people of the female divine. Why don't you explain to our listeners and to Allison? I'm a fan of that. Yeah, because <laughs> we have an, um, a very fam- a famous shared artist that we Tori Amos that we used yeah. to title our shows after, and she in um, I forget which album it was. Choir girl, and then also into the next the last couple. Yeah. And, yeah, she kind of got into that too, and um, talking about the. The oh, divine feminine. Yeah, exactly. Which I was like, hey, now you're speaking my language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's DJ, advise out yeah. the world about what that means. The I'd love to know more about that. Mind. Um, so your question is about the the return of the the sacred feminine. Yes. 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 I think that, you know, where uh, we've been kind of lopsided as uh, various cultures globally, you know, is that everything has been traditionally, and this is, I think, just born, you know, not out of necessarily, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. All men are trying to put down the sacred feminine or whatever. You know what I mean? The patriarchies, and you can look at those structures. But what I think has happened is that – only, you know, a predominant because of, you know, progress, modern technology, you know, all these things uh, actually kind of have this, you know, and progress have this sort of masculine energy. And so it's almost like the what the angels have shown me, because I'm very visual and I have visions a lot, is that um, we've become so lopsided. And so if we look at source, if we look at the one, if we look at God, our, it's not just a masculine energy, even yeah. though people say Father God, you know, and, 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 but I always, if I were to do that, I'd be Father Mother God, because the entirety, you know, God is everything of everything. And so the entirety is that, you know, in this unity that's being called up within ourselves, right? The divided self inside of ourselves, 
externally in unity and realizing that we're all on the same, you know, we're all the same, uh, children of light, um, but that we're, we've only been looking at things very limitedly. And so I think where this is really coming from is to try to bring us back to the sacred feminine, to honor both aspects of the masculine and the, and the feminine. Because I don't think we can be the whole of who we are without that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I, you, Allison, you're you're a very feminine person, but you're also, you know, I am actually have a lot of masculine energy, you know, and so I have a good balance of both. I'm a girly girl. I do like to put on my makeup and things like that, uh, you know, but look, and that's kind of looking at it, you know, a little trite, but it's just that we all have the, this whole yin and yang. And I can identify with that, too, because I felt I wear my, I got my bestie scarf on, but as, as a kid, and I was perfectly happy to be this way, I liked playing with dinosaurs and Barbies and, and play guns with my dad in the hallway, and that was, like, just as awesome. And I always thought that was, like, a cool thing, Yeah. you know, that I also had that in my life, that kind of, like, that fun kind of rough and tumbly thing to go along with, like, the prissy stuff. Yeah. I felt like that made me, uh, now I sound like I'm patting myself on the back, that made me a really awesome person <laughs> and really diverse. <laughs> it's like, but it's, well, like, you know, it's kind of cool, you know, that I like that I have both, like, you know, Trump and Barbies, you know, and I wasn't like, well, you know. And a lot of those structures sometimes, you know, in our society, what we feel like we should be, da-da-da-da-da, you know, we kind of get away from the whole of who we are. And so those, though, you know, the people that we typically – Yeah, well, when – Society always wants to be like, boy, guy stuff here, girl here, this is only this and this black and white. Right, and it's just ridiculous because we're both aspects, whether you are a woman or a man or, you know, in this life. Um, we have both energies. And so, you know, if we think about somebody who has those balance of, you know, of masculine and feminine would be a man who's a real man, you know, who has integrity. You know, we look at those masculine positive qualities who's also what? Sensitive. You know, we say, oh, he's in touch with his feminine side. You know, it. Because when somebody is is really their authentic self, their whole self, we do gravitate toward those kinds of people, you know, because they they have yeah they're 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 expressing both of those energies. We're all looking for Tony Danza, <laughs> the guy, you know, the guy who can wash the dishes and also you know build a shelf. <laughs> Well, and I'm kind of I'm kind of giggling because my husband of 17 years it has both of that. You know, he's he he goes out and mows the lawn and you know and and you know likes poetry. You know, I mean he has these just all these different yeah yeah. So um, so I was just chuckling because it's like I, I did get that in my life partner, um, but it was important to me too. You know, I'm I'm balanced that way where I have both, and so of course I would fall in love with somebody. Uh, you know, in that way, energetically like me. But, you know, we do see with this big shift, those types of energies trying to seek a balance, you know. And we see that even in nature with what we can term, you would term Gaia, you know, Mother Earth. Um, we see a lot of adjustments right now, and that's what's causing a very disruptive to some uh, bumpy energy right now, you know, because yeah. of all of this realignment and we have literally 
thousands upon thousands of angelic beings, other beings, opening up these very high frequencies of, of just pure light and love. And so, you know, what happens when you shine light on, on the shadow? You know, things get kind of kicked up for people. Um, and so much of what I, you know, learned from the angels about, you know, don't worry about the future, you know, don't dwell on the past, stay in the now. And really practicing that helps tremendously for those of you out there kind of struggling, you know, that are listening. Um Everyone's like, I can't believe it's April. Everything's accelerating, you know, and we're and it's like we're all trying to get to our breath. <laughs> I totally did. We at my job, what what I do in the in my job in the travel industry, we have to we work two weeks ahead, also. So it's almost like on my daily life, I'm in fast forward. So that sometimes, like we talk at work, how sometimes we feel really jarred by it because now we're looking at like the second week of May. And we're like, April isn't over, and it makes you feel like you're moving your life along too fast if you get caught up in it. I think the advice that you just said is not to worry about the future, go back to the past, and, you know, live in the now is definitely great advice for anyone, no matter what you believe in. I think it's, like, just smart, and you should keep it with you, because then you won't end up going bananas every day. Right, and and those, that internal anxiety is self-created by our minds, you know, when we do worry. And, you know, what I tell people, people are like, well, that sounds great, CJ, but how do I stay in the now, you know, and how, how does that work? And so I would love to to offer this also as a, as a piece of advice. Again, mm-hmm. something I learned from my angelic comrades hanging around, you know, is that um, – the first we have to know ourselves and recognize when our mind is going those places. Yeah. Just to, yeah, you have to be cool. able to, you have to know what's going on in your own mind. Just to observe your thoughts and be mindful. Most people, if you ask them, uh, are you aware when you're being anxious, they may say no. They say, well, how does your body feel when you're anxious? Oh, gosh, I get a pit in my stomach. Okay, so whenever you feel that pit in your stomach, you know your mind's running away from you. Take two deep breaths, bring it back to the now, say the past is the past, and I haven't got to the future, there is only now. And I did that practice uh, very diligently. Um, And when you practice that, you know, don't beat yourself up because you're getting all anxious. uh, Or, you know, you're... Stuff that happens is you're like, and now, and now I should know better, and now I feel like that. And then right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, don't don't compound the issue of your chatty yeah. mind, you know, that likes to run away with itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just tell people, you know, just to be okay with the fact you do you have anxiety. It is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. people often just, uh, you know, they sort of they get into this and then they feel like they shouldn't have, you know, like they messed up or something. The angels told me you can never mess anything up. I didn't used to believe them. <laughs> but, yeah, well, you support, right? Because that's what you hear all your life is how, how Yeah, you you're a mess things. up. You did it that wrong. You right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you're cool at work until you hear. And so they had to get me out of that mindset that we're very conditioned. And that's why we, that's why you'll hear a lot of people say, you know, you need to tame your own mind. But what that really means is being, you know, at least present enough to what's going on within you. Um, I don't know any other way to liberate your suffering, 
you know, whether that be emotional suffering, things that have happened to you. If you're in the now, it creates tremendous opportunities for tears if they need to come or, you know, for things, insights to come, breakthroughs to happen. But we get so distracted, and that's what that divided self is. We're so distracted by the delusions you know, the stories we make up in our head about why that person looked at me that way or, you know, whatever your mind is creating. Yeah, yeah, it happens all day. I, I invite anybody listening to this show tonight. Tomorrow, just just pay attention. What are you thinking about? Yeah, before we go to our caller, uh, I wanted to have you explain to the listeners, uh, those who haven't connected with your show or don't listen to Doreen Virtue or anything like that, how... Mm-hmm. You know, that how we were talking about separation before and how we're taught separation from God and separation from the spiritual. Uh, I think more and more, at least I'm learning how easy, how much easier it is connect, to connect to that. And mm-hmm. so, so explain how, like, you can slowly or just trust that, you know, you can call an Archangel Michael or Raphael or something and that it will help <laughs> uh, just, like, sort of reiterate the fact that they're there for us to... <laughs> Well, I will tell you, you know, you don't have to be be having, you know, you don't have to have, like, messages come through. (laughs) You can just Right, you know, and this is a subject because there's a free angel telesummit. It's the first global one of its kind happening, absolutely free, 12 uh, leading angel experts, they call us, um, sharing that very thing because often, uh, you know, you're getting messages, but because you think, oh, well, okay, CJ just spits out this, you know, long angel message, you know, I should be able to do it that way. Well, it's a practice, you know, to to be so still that I can dictate that for them. But angels do some pretty very little things, too. So if you've ever, you know, if you've ever seen little flickers of light out of the corner of your eye, probably your angel. If you ever felt uh, felt a warmth or a little, you know, like when you send, we get kind of a little rush of tingles down your arms, you know, uh, or you feel something brush past you, they do try to get our attention because they really want you to know that they're available for you. And so, you know, as people are opening up to angels, you know, um, angels were created, those beings were created to serve the children of the one. You know, they're everywhere. All kinds of different colors, frequencies, you name it. And so that's their that's their duty. That's what that's their purpose. And so really you can trust that you do, whether you've communicated or felt it or felt like it had abandoned you, it's still there. Um, you know, everyone has one. And and often now, right now, because they're so active, people have many, many around them. How would you say, like, let's say, okay, um, and we are going to get to our callers, so just hang on. (laughs) So let's say somebody's, you know, so like we're kind of saying, even if you think you're alone, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. So how would you maybe want to connect with, who is around you, or how would how would you say you would for anyone who'd want to try or start or be like, hey, uh, who are you? Like how yeah, how would you kind of put that? Metatron. 
um, this wonderful thing that I see happening where people are being drawn to learn and they're reading all kinds of books and they're just really into learning because they're they're learning about themselves and then they want to go out and they want to help others. And I was wondering if you could just talk a little bit about that. Well, what we're, you know, we were talking earlier about coming to our whole selves, you know, finding a balance of all that we are. What is a beautiful thing that is happening when we are no longer feeling, you know, separate in ourselves, separate from, you know, God um, and where we come from, what engages is, is, is really beautifully service, you know, gratitude for what we have and we want to share it with other people. What the angels call this era in time, it is, you know, people, what you're seeing is this shift or change um, of energy. And what we, what I mean by that with energy is that, you know, we are actually vibrational. You know, we have a field of energy around us, you know, and all of this. What we're seeing is people responding, you know, and, and the, the first response to the shift in people is, I don't know enough and I want to learn. I've seen it. Where some switch flips and they go, wow, I can change my life. Wow, I am this, you know, this is who I am because we have gotten really far away from who we are. And so what is amazing to me, because I've had these abilities my whole life, the number of angels on the ground in the last 10 years is over quadruple the amount that I've seen. And I think that their energy of that love, perfect love around us, is what's reawakening our spiritual nature in a new way. And so what makes me so hopeful and, and excited about the future is that the more we know ourselves, the more we reconnect to this beautiful source and are happy and contentment, that is a wave that spreads one person at a time. And so even though, you know, I don't, I no longer watch the news, I do stay up on world events, don't get me wrong, but I'm, but I'm choosing my influences now, not because I want to deny the fact that there's murderers and people out there that feel like they got to, you know, plant bombs and things. It's, it's not about that. It's simply about I choose to hold the frequency for love. I choose this. And so in those people that are seeking and learning and learning to look at life in a new way, look at themselves in a new way, and all of that, you know, um, we have choices to make, you know, Um does it just because I have angels around me? Does that mean I have a good day every day? No. Still a person. <laughs> You're still having okay, well, thank you so much. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's in answer to your question. It's it's happening everywhere, all over the world, United States, every country, and yeah. it's to me uh, because I'm very visual and, and the angels do show me. This, you know, like in in various different ways, it's just a beautiful thing to see people just sort of shake their, get the sleepy out of your eyes, you know? (laughs) They're just like, whoa, wait a minute, you know, life life can be more. That's the most exciting thing to me for people, 
Can is, I ask one more question? Sure. sure go ahead. Um, I haven't seen you around on Blog Talk very much, or I was wondering what are you doing um, besides writing a book and whatnot to um, put more information out there, et cetera? Um, I do have the Angel Connection radio show on Friday evenings, uh, which is obviously created because angels told me I, I needed to do it, and it all went together quite well. And the guests that I have are very, you know, selected for a lot of these people who are seeking. I often have inspirational people, so I do a lot of work with the show. Um, and then with the, the books, I was doing a lot more one-on-one, but with uh you know with my calling in the world that's shifting you know that's shifting a bit um but what i'm very happy to be involved in is this global angel summit uh i want to give that website it's if you are interested in signing up for the lectures okay, from that too so go ahead yeah oh, yeah, yeah May- on facebook and twitter too because yeah. you're on facebook yeah. and twitter yeah yeah i'm everywhere and i yeah <laughs> online because that was my other life, you know, as a as a web marketer and web developer. Um so I do use the technology a lot to get the information out there. Um but it's connectingwithangels.com. And uh the people putting this event are some of the most putting it together, some of the most beautiful people. And um through our own working with uh angels, our own angelic teams, this is the first time in in my work over the last 14 years um that we're all synchronizing our efforts together that we want people to know that the angels are here that they're actively involved in in this awakening and so i'm going to be doing a lot more with uh like these free conference calls transmissions from the angels and so forth in the this coming year definitely you know i have the experience that working with angels is a little bit different than, say, uh, working with a psychic. Can you explain the difference between uh, working with um, the angels and, say, doing the psychic thing? Okay, so you go to a a psychic for a reading. Is that what you mean? Yes, because I usually, um, when I hear people who channel angels, Angels usually don't give, um, they usually don't predict the future. It's a little different. Do you find that it's a little different? It is a little different because I think just the focus, you know, like I said, the purpose of angels are to mirror the greatness in God and ourselves. So what they may do, you know, I have had them give messages about things that are coming up only because that's their purpose to give that information. When you go, so a lot of what's going to come from an angel directly, of course, comes straight from source, which means that energy is what? It's a pure energy of empowerment, of of unconditional love. Um, There are a lot of very, very intuitive people out there. I'm very, you know, I can... I can do, you know, I can do psychic readings, but I find them to be limited. And let me explain if we have time real quickly anyway. When people go to a, a, a spiritual advisor, psychic, whatever you want to term that, we often are going, take, taking to that, you know, to that, uh, we take anxiety, right? We want to know the future. We want to know what's coming up. 
Yeah, usually people enter does, into does that with anxiety. Like me, am I going to get job? I know, and I know we've all done it at least once. Yeah, like just yeah, yeah. What's my boyfriend going to be like? You know. <laughs> well. And so to me, to me, that kind of information that you may get from a psychic has a limited benefit to you. And this is what I've learned from the angels, is that many of our experiences, whether that boyfriend ends up leaving us or not, are perfectly designed for to trigger, uh, you know, these epiphanies or peak experiences where we have these aha moments. And if we go to you know, someone and say, okay, what's going to happen tomorrow, you know, they may indeed read that possible future at that moment, but our actions do change it. Um, Now, I've been accurate to dizzying degree if that's mine to do. However, you know, the angels are going to be there to say, you can do this. You don't have to be afraid. You're not alone. Um, And so it's just the information is coming from, uh, you know, a different, in, in a different way. And it's coming with a little bit of a different purpose. Because you go to the psychic and you pay them money and you ask the questions so they got to answer it. Right. Now, when I did readings, when I did readings, if I got nothing, I didn't make anything up. I just told them that I was not supposed to answer the question. Right. They get upset sometimes, but it wasn't in their highest good. And that's what I can always count on with the angels. It's going to always be in that person's highest good. That's, you know, we're not going to keep them from experiencing or having an experience. It's an opportunity for empowerment, let's say. Yeah. So the, and that's a big difference to me between those two. That's yeah. the word empowerment, and I really like that. Well, because angels say we can do our own work. We don't need other people to tell us what's coming up at all, that we're powerful enough to navigate our everyday lives, and so they're here to just show us how to do that a little more elegantly if we're willing to surrender to that divine in us, you know, and and so it is. It's about empowerment, you know. We all have these abilities to see possible futures that are coming for us if we're quiet enough, and that's the trick, really, uh, to opening that own ability in yourself, but I always want to empower and working with the angels and, and with clients that I used to work with, you know, to, to reach their own answers. Great. Because Thank people, you so much for the time. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Off the phone now. Thank you. Thanks, uh, thanks, for, all. thanks for calling in. Good question. It's great. It great to open up that dialogue because people sometimes forget that you do have free will and intention. Yeah. And that could help set your future. Yeah, because a lot of people... That'll just go to that and maybe the second thing or whatever be like, tell me exactly how it's going to be so I know, and then that's it, written on paper, and it never happens any other way. And I I was, once people explained it to us, like a really interesting way of a psychic is someone who, you're like a ship on the ocean, and they're like in a plane, and they see one path as you're going, but you have free will and you're controlling your ship, so you can go anyway, any (laughs) ways you want to go. So there's right. maybe an impossible outcome, but you have to remember that's not just one straight line. And, you know, if something doesn't happen, you're like, they lied and what's wrong? You know, because you're still a free will and you're a human living your life and making decisions. Right. <laughs> and and in some, in some cases, in some cases, you know, 
there's purpose in getting that wrong information too. Yeah. You know, and I think that we have to kind of be accountable for those obviously the choices that we make because it really does your future is never static. Exactly. And um it is fluidly changing and that's what we get a little uh control freak about you know we don't like change right we're comfortable we like to get comfortable and be the you know mm-hmm. and and so you know when we're when we're comfortable you know there's no catalyst for transformation yeah. uh, and and so yeah so but it's it's it, it's interesting too and often when we go to a psychic to consult a psychic we're moving in fear so what do you think that yeah. that is going to give you back, right? Yeah, what you're putting it, out there. Right. But if you're, right. like, surrendering to source, saying, you know, angels around me, help me. I don't I, I don't want to do this alone. I'm not alone. Please help me. You, your life will change. So I know on your, on, uh, on Friday when you were closing out your show, you are talking about, like, you deliver of love. How do people, because I, I, will, I will tell you that when I listen to Doreen Virtue, I get scared because she wants us to be, like, militant, peaceful workers, and she talks about all the conspiracies and all the, you know, the Koch brothers and Monsanto, and she goes on and on about, you know, being peaceful protesters and all that, and it gets me really upset sometimes. <laughs> then when I listen to your She's show, so talk, you're so calm, and you just stay, stay focused on the love. What's the... What's the best advice as we close out you can give people to stay focused on, you know, the better world that we all want? Well, the majority of us. Well, the (laughs) positive world that we want to create. What's your best advice? Well, you know, reality reality truly is in the eye of the beholder. And, And so your truth of who you are and what you perceive in the world around you is is unique to you. So I would say that, you know, the way that we look at situations, we always have a choice. And, and that's where people believe, you know, when we have these knee-jerk reactions and we're reacting and reacting, you know, we, we don't feel like we ever have a choice. We become a victim and, and so forth. What doesn't get me talking about conspiracy theories and things like that is that those all have the vibration of what? Fear. Negativity. Fear. Okay. And so, you know, there is a time for peaceful protest. Don't get me wrong. All those things may be true. You know, I have marched for causes. Don't get me wrong. However, I I guarantee you that the angels aren't talking about what Monsanto is doing to the grain. You know, it's a reality of this world that we will have just for all the wonderful lights, you're going to have the other spectrum. Yeah. We have polarity. So we have to acknowledge, yes, those things are there. But we totally control, it's not a control, it's a choice, you know, yeah. what we choose to focus on. I focus on the shift that is happening on this planet. When something tragic happens, I cry, you know, mm-hmm. those things affect me. I'm not blissed out all the time at all. It's just... Right now, if we all hold this intention, they've proven it with scientific study that when everybody prays, people get better, faster, and all these things. The angels have shown me that if we all come together, you know, and and that is our choice. Many people say, I choose love. Well, if you choose love, then when you find something pulling you over to this vibration of fear, you go, no, that's not my reality. Yes, that's true of this world, but it's not mine. It's easier to go. 
And so that will make it a lot easier in the future because the world is shaking up and it can look like everything's falling apart. But what what you can miss is all the little seedlings that are coming up from that rubble. And that's what we don't want to miss. We want to cultivate that, don't we? We want to water those plants. You know, we want to, like you're saying, Alex, join the river of love because yeah. that's, who we, that's who we really are, though. That's where we vibrate to this frequency of love. This world has all kinds of frequencies, but the core of who you are is love. It can't be any other way. It can't be any other way. That's what everyone needs to remember. Remember. At your core. Yeah, and even for everyone else around you, too, but for yourself, and then it starts here first, and it goes out. Mm-hmm. Like that plant. And then the other thing is, for goodness sakes, humans are not perfect, so quit trying to make yourself be a perfect Remember human. That also, and don't get upset. It is, po- it is impossible. Not you know, perfect, we aren't meant to be perfect. If we didn't scrape our knee once in a while, we wouldn't figure out that we trip that that stone's going to trip us. You know, yeah, we have to learn. <laughs> so. Thank you. It's been so cool to have you on. Uh, we we are very happy for it. We look forward to having you on again as we try new formats so we can actually see you and our, yeah. our viewers can see you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but thank well, you for, so much. Everyone tune yeah. in tomorrow. DJ, what time real quick for your show? It's oh, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Great. And it's all archived like the rest of Authentic You. So if you need to oh, catch yeah. up with CJ, you know, she's you right there on the site. Yep. Uh, Check this all out. CJ, thanks again. Thank you. And thank you. Have a great weekend. <laughs> you too, guys. Oh. I love you. Love you. Good night. The good night. Cue the outro music. See <laughs> you guys next week. Oh. Bring our pizza. It's here. Now everyone knows really You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.